Hello there and welcome. It's time for another episode of The Change and of Wolf Letter with a special issue and it's special issue number 58. Germany shuts down last nuclear power plants. Today is the day. Germany is shutting down the last three remaining nuclear power plants. And on the official site of the German government, it reads, Energy supply security is key. In a draft law to amend the nuclear law, the federal government has set out the conditions for the three nuclear power stations that are still in service to continue operating until no later than April 15th of 2023. The aim is to put provisions in place to ensure there are no electricity shortages this winter. Well, it's true, there were no shortages. But the prices kept rising and we got amazing suggestions as to when and how we were to heat our houses and flats and even how often we are allowed to shower and bathe. Well, a washcloth does it too, doesn't it? And cold showers, after all, are very healthy. It continues on the site. The coming winter will be different. In the winter of 2023-24, the German government assumes a changed energy scenario. Gas imports, which have so far come from Russia, will then come from several countries. Imports have already been largely compensated for by more natural gas supplies from Norway and the Netherlands. In addition, there were additional imports via LNG terminals across northwestern Europe. And reduced demand for gas has already made further compensation unnecessary. Nevertheless, the German government is in additional exchanges with other countries in order to diversify gas imports once again. We have the situation under control, thanks to the high levels in the gas storage facilities and the new liquefied natural gas terminals on the coast of northern Germany and, last but not least, more renewable energies, says Habeck. The federal government is accordingly tackling new and diversified gas partnerships and, in perspective, hydrogen partnerships as well. In northern Germany, the LNG infrastructure is being expanded and one terminal has already been completed. Last but not least, well-filled gas storage facilities will also ensure a different gas situation, whatever that may mean. And the hypocrisy and double standards, as well as the clear disdain for the German people, apparently knows no limits. Because the recent statement by the Federal Minister of Economics, Robert Habeck from the Greens, during his visit to Ukraine on the continued operation of Ukrainian nuclear power plants is simply a disgrace. After meeting with the Ukrainian Energy Minister Herman Haluchenko, Economics Minister Habeck indicated that Ukraine would stick to nuclear power. And he said this was fine for him, as long as the safety of the nuclear power plants was guaranteed. And in an interview with the news channel Welt, Habeck 
then said on the second day of his visit to Ukraine, Ukraine will stick to nuclear power, that is absolutely clear. And that is also fine, as long as those things run safely. Well, after all, they are built. And I ask you, how much hypocrisy can one actually endure? After such a statement, well, Robert Habeck should please explain why the remaining power plants in Germany cannot continue to be operated. They, too, have been built. They are among the safest in the world, and they can offer clean energy for a transitional period. Well, it's obviously not about safety whatsoever, unless the government wants us to believe that in the event of a nuclear accident, radioactive radiation will respect our borders and stop short of them or just dissipate into nothing. And it continues on the site, secure energy supply via diversification. To reduce gas consumption, more coal-fired power plants were temporarily used to generate electricity during the colder season. The fact that the licensing procedures for the production of electricity from renewable energies have been simplified should have an additional relieving effect on the gas situation in the future. Finally, the aim is to increase the share of renewable energies in gross electricity consumption to at least 80% by 2030. So with every step we, ta we take, we change our situation and improve it dramatically, says the Chancellor lastly. And I think we all know what this means, that in the end, it will mean buying expensive energy from questionable sources that are unaffordable for many. But Habeck's hypocrisy goes even further. He has decided on investment guarantees for German companies operating in Ukraine, which is not that unusual. But to make it palatable or even possible for German companies to work in Ukraine under wartime conditions, the German government is securing their investments. Well, this has been happening for the years, for years in the case of Ukraine, but is now continuing under the expanded war with Russia. We don't normally do that, says German economics minister Habeck. We can't hedge investments in a war zone. If that gets shot up, the risk is too high. But here we do. Ukraine's economy collapsed in 2022, the year of the war, and the gross domestic product fell by more than a third. Imports and exports fell by around 20 and 30 percent, respectively, compared to the, to the previous year. And for German companies operating in Ukraine, the guarantee is, a, for them, a game changer. This means that the construction of new factories can continue. And according to the Ministry of Economics, the German government is currently covering 11 projects in Ukraine with 21 investment guarantees, with a total capital, capital cover of 221 million euros. And three of these have been added since Russia's large-scale invasion of Ukraine on 24th of February last year. 
Another 21 applications with a total capital cover of 48 million euros are currently still open, according to the Ministry. The federal government is also providing cover for German exports to Ukraine, amounting into 144.2 million euros in 2022. And this involves, just for example, the coverage of rail wagons with grain exports as well as exports of plant protection products and seeds. And these guarantees are, as usual, covered by German taxpayers. Of course, the companies operating in Ukraine are thrilled that any risk is now covered by the German people. Well, in my opinion, this government is actively working against its people and knows no shame. Well, I suppose that's what you get when you have people in power who can either be bribed or blackmailed into submission. And my song of the day is, well, it's for all the money-grabbing governments. It's Money Grabber by Fitz and the Tantrums. And of course, this song has, as always, been added to the Spotify playlist where you can find all of the songs from the Change and Evolve Letters ever published. Just click on it, like it, share it, or just listen to some good music. And my poem of the day is one by... Paul Lawrence Dunbar, who lived from 1872 to 1906, and it's called Disappointment. An old man planted and dug and tended, toiling in joy from dew to dew. The sun was kind and the rain befriended. Fine grew his orchard and fair to view. Then he said, I will quiet my thrifty fears, for here's fruit for my failing years. But even then the storm clouds gathered, swallowing up the azure sky. The sweeping winds into white foam lathered, the placid breast of the bay hard by. Then the spirits that raged in the darkened air swept o'er his orchard, and left it bare. The old man stood in the rain uncaring, viewing the place the storm had swept, and then with a cry from his soul despairing, he bowed him down to the earth and wept. But a voice cried aloud from the driving rain, Arise, old man, and plant again. And as an impression, I chose this view from my balcony of the last full moon, which I think is absolutely stunning. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here with me and listening. And if you enjoy it, well, leave a heart, leave a comment, and I wish you a wonderful day wherever you are. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>